Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Time for our Mondays with Matt. Chance to talk to the color analyst here on the Huskers Radio Network. Coming off a win. Feels much better, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it had been too long, right? But, but yeah, it's been a fun couple of days, you know, enjoying a win and seeing the guys have some success is always good. And um, went back and watched the film and did a lot of good things. Coach Frost kind of talked about it today, but there were a lot of positives to take out of the game and yet a lot of things that need fixed. So uh, it's always fun to fix those things after a win uh, rather than a loss. Wish we were 2-0. and It hasn't happened. 1-1 one and one and, and uh, got to try to go 1-0 and this week as well. I know folks were, were antsy at halftime, but credit North Dakota. They kept the ball away. It was like a keep-away game. They, they had some long drives, didn't score a lot of points, but they kept the ball in Nebraska's offense off the field. Yep. Um, you know, turned it over once in the first half. Limited possessions in the first half. Missed and, field goal. Yeah, missed field yep. goal. They had over six minutes of, of drive time in the first drive of the game and then almost seven minutes in the last drive of the half. So they kept it away, and, and part of that was they did some good things. Part of it was Nebraska had some, some bad tackling. Missed a, a tackle on third down on the first drive of the game that would have been a, a punt. And, and so there were some leaky yards there defensively in the first half, which allowed them to keep drives going. In the end, the defense, if you look at the numbers, wasn't bad at all. Under 300 yards of total offense, really gave up 10 points. The, the interception gave them the really short field, so ended up 17. But um, overall, pretty good performance by the defense, but definitely things can be buttoned up a little bit. Encouraged by the improvement in the run game for Nebraska? For sure. Um, Anthony made a couple incredible runs, and, and running backs will do that sometimes. If you have a really good one, they'll, they'll make a play for you. Um, I think the offensive line was better than they were the first week, and that's what you expect. It was the first time they'd really played together against Northwestern, and this was the second time they'd gone out there together. I think they were better. Did give up a couple of sacks. Can't let Casey get blindsided like that. It ended up in a turnover. And, and so, you know, those are things you got to clean up. The competition is going to get better. And, and so you have to shore those things up a little bit. And, and um, I think we're going to do that this week, getting ready for, for the game on Saturday night. I think you and I were both a little surprised as the game went on. Nebraska didn't push it down the field more. They did on a huge third down. Backed up in their own end. Trey Palmer made a terrific play on the ball. That, to me, I thought was the biggest play of the game. Yeah, me too. And I talked to Trey about it this morning, actually. And, and you know, it was into the wind. The ball was really kind of fluttering and falling apart. It's a tough play as a wide receiver. He had a guy right there, had to go up in the air and pick it out of the sky when it's not a tight spiral. It's not an easy catch. And he made a really great play. He's a really good player. And, yeah, it was probably the play of the game. I thought there was going to be a 15-yard penalty before that on the targeting, and they took that off the board. I still thought it was a late hit, but they didn't count that. So then, you know, you're in a tough spot, and Trey made a huge play there. The, the offense in the second half really started to click, and, and I think, you know, hopefully that, that is, is a confidence builder for these guys going into this weekend. Uh, they pushed the ball down the field a little more, scored a bunch of points in the second half. Anthony had a good game. A.J. Allen came in and ran the ball really well. The offensive line wore them down a little bit in the second half, I think. And, and uh, so overall, ended up uh, in the second half with a pretty good performance, even though it was 17 apiece and we were all nervous. And, uh, but, but a couple late scores, and, and it ended up being a nice win. Tight end position, no Vokalak. We talked about it in the coin toss. Two of the captains were not in uniform. You don't like to have that, so no Travis Vokalak. How about the guys that stood up and took over those snaps? Yeah, Nate Borkatcher and, and uh, Chancellor Brewington did most of the work at tight end, but A.J. Rollins got in there and, and played some meaningful snaps too. And so all three of those guys got great experience. Nate's going to play a lot all season. Chance is going to play a lot all season. 
we want Travis back as soon as possible, right? He's a really good player. He's a team captain. He's a leader on this team. You need him on the field. Uh, but those guys came in and really played well. Nate got a touchdown. Chancellor got a touchdown. I mean, those those are big plays, obviously, and big confidence boosters for those guys. And and uh, they're just going to continue to get better throughout the season. Coach was really not wanting to just anoint Anthony Grant, the next Husker running back. Did get named today as a co-offensive player of the week in the league. Yeah. He's had a couple good special plays already this season. You know, he does some things that are hard to teach. The, the stop start, the jump cuts, uh, the vision, the patience to let blocks develop and then make something out of it. He's done a great job of that. We saw it against Northwestern uh, on the long run. And, and even without him being big explosive plays, there are times he gets two or three or four when it looks like zero, or he gets six when it looked like two. So he's done a lot of good things the first two weeks. He's a great kid. He works really hard. He's strong. Has, um, again, some things about him that are just hard to really coach. You kind of have it or you don't. And, and he has a couple things that are pretty special. It's our Mondays with Matt Segment. Matt Davison here on the Huskers Radio Network on Sports Nightly. How nice is it to come in on a Monday and kind of feel like it is a Monday and have a normal week after the long travel a week ago? Yeah, it's, it's nice, and, and I think the guys are going to have even better week of preparation this week than they had last week. I mean, coming off a loss, you're disappointed. You have all this travel. Um, Coach Frost talked about it. there was a little sickness going through. Hopefully that's gone. And, um, you know, sleep in your own bed all week and, and don't have the time adjustments and those sorts of things. Um, I, hopefully it's, it's a much better week of prep. Uh, I didn't think last week was bad, but there's definitely some influence of those other factors. This week, no excuse. Uh, they showed up today, uh, came and had a good Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday are big work days. They have to have two more good days and then um, you know, get into Thursday and Friday before the Saturday night game. So uh, it's nice. Uh, you got, coming off a win is always nice, and, and hopefully they can build on the second half of last week and really come into this week with confidence and play four quarters of really good football. Know much about Georgia Southern at this point, or is it still too early in the week? A little bit. I mean, you know, they ha they're running a new offense with a new head coach, uh, Clay Helton, and you know, they threw it a bunch last week. They scored a bunch of points in the second half last week, and, and – um, so they're going to challenge us in different ways than, than we've seen maybe at times. And um, so it's always going to be a challenge. Everybody has good players now, really. It doesn't matter who's on your schedule. Uh, you have to take care of the football. You have to be physical. Um, you have to do, be, be really good in special teams. And, and you do those things, you should be in good shape, right? But, but um, you know, you're loose with the ball. and. And you don't execute, and you turn it over a couple times, and, and all of a sudden, you know, you're in a dogfight. And so uh, the guys, I think, know that they have to prepare this week for a good opponent and take care of business uh, under the lights. It'll be fun to play a night game here at Memorial Stadium. I know we all love this sport. How about the start of this season? Just crazy finishes, crazy things that have happened already a one-and-a-half week into this deal. Yeah, the LSU-Florida State game was Ooh. nuts. North Carolina and App State was crazy crazy North Carolina State and uh, ECU I mean there's been some great games I'm probably missing a bunch but um, I don't get to watch that many games but I, I thought it was it was a fun weekend of football it's just good to have it back and um, hopefully we can get more momentum this weekend Greg before getting you know into the the last nine games of the season all right night games are fun right everybody Man. loves these players love these probably good to get some prospective student athletes even in the in the camp yeah it's always good for recruiting guys can come to town if you play the 11 a.m slot it's sometimes a lot tougher to get them here so night games gives you a really good ability to recruit and get a lot of kids on campus and 
And so that'll be fun, and, and the crowd will be ready. We know that. And, and, you know, we don't leave town again until October. So it'll be nice to have this stretch of home games here and hopefully protect home turf and get momentum in the program. It's just fine with me. All right, have a good week. We'll see you in the booth. Thanks, Greg. Matt Davidson with us here on our Mondays with Matt. Buckle up, put the phone down. It's a reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. 402-413-2400. More of your calls and texts coming up next.